Blog Talk Radio. DJ on point. And you know why his name is on point? Cause he's on point, boy. Now first things first, motherfucker, I don't know you. And let's put it in the air, get it clear that I don't owe you. Nobody wants to start up from scratch with their own pro tools. They'd rather blow you, bring you to places you don't go to. Bad guy, because I refuse to remain local or beef with the people I say no to. Because I'm the focal. I don't deal with you dudes. They seem to think that I got my deal out the blue. Four years ago, shit, I was feeling like you. With five bucks to my name, ripped and tears in my shoes. Borrowing outfits, no food, starving, that's mouth shit. But now that mouth on, niggas act like the kitchen oven didn't used to keep the whole house warm. I was without form. I ain't accept my flaws, begging the dealer for a hit like, please just accept my shorts. Nothing mine except for my drawers, they peck me a lord. Misguided, nah. get hopeless, nah. they misquoted, motherfucker. White folks see my truck start reacting like it. Get surprised when, yeah, it's the black kid driving. Thumbs up, now they start yakking, vibrant. Asking me how's the traction they were interested in buying. Hood see me in it, say I don't deserve it. I'm not worth it, shouldn't have it. They should jack it. Think I'm forcing with the windows down, staring at folks. You motherfucker, Joey sharing the hope. And why in the mall they eyeing me for? Like I stole items before. <laughs> Nigga, I can buy this store. And why would I'm walking in the bank, trying to get my good house and my mortgage, and they think that I'm fraudulent, think I can't afford it, when the pores of my skin are dark, and I'm a young buck, they think I got young bucks, dumb fucks, so ignorant, think I only came to run muck, make me want to resort to my ways somewhat, they say you soft when you move out the hood, and so my goal is to make all of my loved ones punk, I pop my mother, my son, his mother, my girl, my brother, my entire squad will be stalked from far, haters want to shoot me and crazy me blocker Cause I'm from the hood But my mama raised me proper And if you hate Joey Then you hating the best You hate yourself You hate growth Hate success Thinking of the cans on In the hallway cyphers And I thank God He knows it wasn't always like this long It gets better the more he guides us You can tell Cause the haters didn't always dislike us Mobsters that move away for dudes that follow jump off from the first clue day. Yeah. 
all the credit that I'm not used to For the people saying I'm the future Thank you, y'all help a nigga make it through the fake shit Even do it for the haters, you too can make it For my niggas on the corner, give me pounds and shit For all the teachers that Joey wouldn't amount to shit For mommy at my video shoot, she crying and all For little man with the marker saying sign my ball For all of my true fans, all the people that support me The people that adore me when they could've ignored me Taking a Lincoln high in the hallway ciphers And I thank God, you know it wasn't always like
That's right. And just in case you ain't know what time it is. (laughs) 
And I thought that that shit was just too cute. And so, you know, she said, well, she did have a fish, but she tried to take it out with a spoon, and she ended up breaking it. So, you know, I started thinking about the kind of pets that are kind of child-friendly. And the only thing I could honestly come up with is a dog. You know, like kids could sit on the dog. They ride on the dog back like it's a little pony and shit. Dog don't give a damn. Cats? Mm, nah, you better watch your back. Guinea pigs and little rodents and shit, they will bite a child. <laughs> They will bite the hell out of the child. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about all that. So, you know, whatever. It was a cute little moment, and I started talking to a little girl. She showed me her little hermit crab. She was trying to make it come out of um, its shell or whatever. And um, <laughs> we proceeded on from there. But by the time I came away from that, because we were standing over by some marshland, and that's where they got me. When I stopped to talk to the children, the motherfucking mosquito said, All right. It's a time to feast, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, the backs of my arms, dude, my back, my shoulders, my legs. Y'all had fucking mosquito bites on my leg, on my hip. How the fuck did they get up my dress and my shorts? <laughs> it's terrible. One thing they did not do is sup from the titties. And I got to say thank you because, you know, if I had to walk around bumpified, I'd rather it not be my girls. Thank you. You know, leave the girls alone. Although, although that might have kept many a man from being vampirized because, you know, I took the girls out for a walk yesterday and men seem to not know what to do with titties. I don't know what is wrong. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And we've had whole shows about this where I've tried to figure out what is it about titties with these men. But they lose their ever-loving mind. Some nigga almost crashed his broad car. I mean, I can't be bothered with them. You know, it gets hot under some all these shirts and scarves and shit. So I can't be bothered with that. Anyway, let me say hi to some of the people who's on the call line in the chat room and shit. You know, I just kind of go on. Peace to everybody on the call line. I see you. I love you. I will open the lines in a minute. And peace to the people in the chat room. You know what I mean? We got two for today. We got Galactic City, a new face in the house. Peace to you. Yeah, man, I kicked out the guests, though. I don't do lurking-ass nigga guests, so if you're going to listen to my show, you better log in and ask some fucking right. That's my word on that one. Anyway, anyway, so, yeah, the men and the mosquitoes, they're one and the same. So I figured out what I would do about the mosquitoes. The men, I don't know, that's a whole, I've been trying to figure that out since titties happened to me. (laughs) All right, now, titties happened to me. 20 years of work we're talking about, okay, because these happened for me at nine. So 20 years ago, out again, trying to figure out what to do about men, the little blood. So what to do about mosquitoes. I went and found some remedies, and I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. Clove oil. Clove oil will deter these little fucks. So you can, you know, rub it on your – I put it on the hot spots. I had some on my ankles because it's nothing worse than a mosquito bite on your ankle. Um, I had some on my elbows and the corners of my arm, behind my knees, you know, behind my ears. I did one on my each shoulder, and, you know, I did it up. After a while, I swear to God, I smelled like fucking Christmas and Easter. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I went to the store and shit. I tried to get something for dinner. <laughs> I had people following me through the store, and I can't even say it was the titties. I swear it's because I smelled like Christmas and Easter. <laughs> so, heads up. 
Will will have motherfuckers thinking that there is a spiral ham on its way. Okay, so <laughs> just to keep that in your mind. But anyway, I had some other shit I wanted to talk about other than just my weekend being feasted on by men and mosquitoes who are the same vampire the fuck. <laughs> Blood sucking bastards. <laughs> Blood-sucking bastards. Anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. There was more that I wanted to discuss, and I did want to get into, um, you know, some of the vampirism that I've seen among black women. But I also had to give a little bit of a recap on uh, that Jeremy Meeks thing. Apparently, y'all, Jeremy Meeks' wife is pissed at you bitches for, you know, commenting and fawning all over him and, you know, all of this here whole shit. Now, somebody started to go fund me for this nigga. <laughs> And then the government said his bail has been raised to a million dollars. Fucker. Ah, the government. Hey, clap for the government. The greatest whore of all time and greatest hustler as well because these motherfuckers know how to get their cut, period. Oh, oh, y'all going to create a, a bail fund for him because he's pretty, huh? Mm. The bail has now been raised to a million dollars. So his wife is pissed. <laughs> Somebody sent me the article. So I'm going to read it. Wife of criminally good-looking, what? Oh, my God. Why did they write the title like this? This is the Daily Mail, y'all, the U.K. Daily Mail, so <laughs> I did not write this. Criminally good-looking felon whose mugshot was taken, has taken internet by storm is furious about online jokes and memes as suspect younger brother insists he's a changed man. All right. If that is not the longest fucking headline ever, I don't know what. Who taught these people journalism? I mean, Jesus, the way that these people write. (laughs) What the hell is this? Anyway, let me get into the article. Y'all know I hate reading this shit. Tens of thousands of ladies have fallen under the spell of reputed California gangsters' steely blue eyes. Looks gross to me, but whatever. But there's at least one... Frenzy. It's the suspect's own wife. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. Jeremy Meek's star-quality mugshot taken after his arrest this week on felony weapons charges has become an internet sensation. Rolls eyes. With more than, wow, 89,000 likes on Facebook as of Saturday evening. God damn. The 30-year-old career criminal has become an object of lust for women the world over who took to Facebook and Twitter lavishing praise on his high cheekbones, full lips, and piercing blue eyes. I don't know, y'all. I'm looking at this picture, and I'm telling you, he's freaking me the fuck out. This shit does not, this does not wet us the pussy for me. Now, I just needed that on the record. Whatever it does for you, great. But this shit do not wet us the pussy for me. I just want that to be known. Now, but me spouse and the mother of his three-year-old son, okay, so he's got a child, is not amused by the collective swooning over her photogenic husband. She's furious. Meek's friend Simone Johnson told CBS 13 his arraignment. Her man is in there, and people are taking it as a joke, thinking it's funny, talking about his look, saying all kinds of crazy things. <laughs> Johnson added that she would not be surprised if Meek's wife never shows her face in court because she's upset over the presence of media. All right. Another friend said that Meek's loved ones are angry because strangers are making light of a serious situation. The good-looking arrestee's younger brother told the station over the phone that his sibling had earned, had learned from his past mistakes and he's now a changed man. Yeah, everybody says that. It's better than the attention my clients usually get, the public defender says. All right, yada, yada, likes on the photo. Then they go in and talk about what the fuck this nigga had to say. Now, here's the thing that I have to say about it. I saw many a person write many an article throughout the 
Black Women's Empowerment Network about, you know, why we don't have the right to lust over what the fuck we want, how come women are being shamed for their sexual proclivities, and somebody put a, a 10-point list for why it's happening. Here's reason number one that women like me have a problem with you broads. And I already said it, and I stand by it, and I don't give a fuck who's mad. This shit is the reason that it took us until 1920 to get the vote. I said it. Okay, because this shit don't make no kind of goddamn sense to me, all right? Now, moreover, more than half the comments was bitches saying shit like he could come rape me anytime. He's not possible. He's not capable of raping. Anybody would be thrilled to have him. You know, and this kind of sick-ass shit. Now, I expect, let me bring it down, I expect the men to be this depraved, beastly, and useless. But when you motherfucking bitches start doing it, I got a problem. from men. But women, that's a line we don't fucking cross, damn it. Now, I'm all for free speech. Say what the fuck you want, but there's some shit that we really do need to draw a line in the sand over. That's my line. That's where it's crossing the line for me. You can be stirred in your loins. You can have you a come in the Jesus minute. God damn it, you could be soaking your drawers if you want to over this nigga. This whole shit about rape, though, Something is wrong with you people. I mean, I already know something's wrong with women. I get it. Something is very wrong with women's brains. But this kind of shit is just too far. This is just too fucking far, all right? Now, like I said, I expect the men to do this shit. I expect this from them. This is what they have already shown us they are. And something that I've learned is when people show you who they are, you believe that shit. You don't keep going around and doing this shit. being on the planet that tolerates this sort of abuse are humans. Everybody else is like, I don't fucking deal with that. As soon as you fuck up, nigga, you done. I'm fucking not dealing with you. I ain't calling you. You don't fucking erase my number from your phone, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I take it. And I don't understand why it's so hard to just draw a fucking line, you know? Just have a standard and stand on it. Can we have a standard as women that rape is wrong? Is that hard to fucking come up with? Any way, shape, and form. Whether it's you trying to push somebody out there so you can energetically rape from them, you vampire fuck. Or it's actually male sexual terrorism. Can we have a standard that there's some shit you just don't cross the line on? You don't make excuses for. We're not going to turn around and say women's sexual proclivities are being goddamn, you know, suppressed or oppressed or some shit. Because I'm sorry. I've already said the heterosexuality itself is rape. But if you think that someone sneaking in, some random stranger sneaking in and fucking you up in your sleep is a sexy thing, if that's your fantasy and your fetish, we need a purge. We need a purge. Now, over 89,000 bras done commented on this and liked it. And I mean, there's thousands and thousands of comments. You can go and find it yourself. It's not about whether or not women have a right to find the man attractive. It's about the fact that women would be so depraved in their lust that they would stoop to the level of man. And I am pointing it out for what it is. This is why I say ain't no man in me, but I can see the man in you, even with your titties. That's why you're a woe man and a female, because you are like unto him. 
You are man's kind. You kind of like that motherfucker. You kind of just like that motherfucker. You look like him, talk like him, sound like him, think like him. You love his face. You're just like him. Just like him. Transition this shit into the actual topic of the show because this fits this whole vampiritic shit, you know, where it's okay for women to do that kind of shit, but it's not okay to call it out. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nah, man. Nah. Nah, because see, then this is why the men turn around and say women can do whatever the fuck they want and nobody ever holds them accountable for it. This is exactly why, right here. There comes a point in time and in our lives especially on this God path. You know, I shared this the other day on my page. Kanye was like, I told you I'm God. And then you asked me who the fuck do I think I am. I said I'm God, motherfucker. So in this God path, in this Godhood, part of that does include pushing the envelope. It does. Making people uncomfortable in your Godness. But don't turn around and tell me that I came to I saw another thing. Actually, it was a, a sister of mine posted it. It was a whole bunch of it was a, um, anti-baby mama page or some shit, right? And the guy who posted it said, see, he posted a clip of all the women talking about the whole rape thing. He said, see, this shit right here, this is the reason that we have this page. This is the reason I find this shit to be problematic. And my friend posted it, right? And she always gets on me like, you know, because I say that mothers and sons are the enemy. So she gets a little flippant every now and again. And when I say it, she'll, you know, post some shit like, hey, I'm an enemy because she has a son. And I'll be like, yes, you are. Thank you for recognizing it. <laughs> you know? So she posted that shit, and she was like, I can't believe this. And I said, I don't want to hear another word from you about what I say. If you can like that shit from him saying it, I don't want to hear shit else about what I say because I'm saying the same thing. What is it about us women? That whatever men do or say, we're going to celebrate, find a way to co-sign, you know what I mean, pump him up. But as soon as a woman begins to emanate that same shit, stop her. Burn the witch! Burn the fucking witch! Where is this coming from? In the radical black separatist woman community that I started out, how I came into Gnosis of Self was through feminism, radical black feminism. Not that shit that these other broads are doing, all right? And when I began to see this so-called BWE movement, you know what they were doing? They were snatching up the shit that the radicals were writing, watering it down, and packaging it to the, ha- the herd, the cattle. Then you came up with your beyond black and white, your Muslim Bushido, and such the like. But they stole from us, radicals. It's always the radical black woman that puts the, en- the idea and the energy out there. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Any movement gets started, it's one lone nut that gets the thing going. Then there's a follower who follows the leader. But they don't really follow the leader. They start doing their own shit and throwing added in stuff. So then everybody starts to follow, not the leader, but the follower. Now, the follower has taken what the leader has done and added their shit to it, watered it the fuck down and packaged it to everybody else. And the leader is on to lead and do something else. This is how these things happen. This is how it works. And if you look at any movement over time, that's typically how it goes. You've got one staunch proponent, and then you've got a bunch of watered-down something. Okay? So one of the things that my collective of radical black women did was we watched these blogs. 
and we watched how many days it took them to water down our posts. But moreover, we watched what it was doing to the minds of black women, and we discussed it in a private center, a private discussion forum. At first, we were very pissed and terse about the shit. But when we saw how the cows were responding and standing up and stop being goddamn beat. Uh-huh. We decided to continue. And one of the foremost in the group was the Muslim Bushido. And one of the things that I appreciated about her blog when I did, you know, stomach the reading of it, <clears throat> of these ideas that we had radically expounded upon that had been, you know, kind of watered down. One of the things that I appreciated was her ability to translate it. I appreciated that. I appreciated watching how she had taken this more radical, very abrasive, very cerebral. It wasn't emotional. We talked about these things. Nobody got emotional about it. As soon as you say it to someone else, they do get emotional. We had mothers or sons in our group who weren't as emotional as these other bros who get all in their feelings as soon as you say, we need to stop having sons. Mothers or sons are the enemy to women's freedom and liberation from oppression. We were able to have those discussions. And so it was interesting to watch how she took it, how she broke it down, and how women took that and were improving their lives. And I'm seeing, you know, all these different movements and followers of followers of followers and all of these things transpiring. But one of the reasons that black women don't typically get ahead as a cohort, as a collective, as an entire conglomerate, not just a sprinkle of us here and there, is because of this very vampiric spirit that we're all partaking of, but nobody wants to own up to. Oh, it's okay to point the finger at the next bitch, but nobody wants to own up to. You'll excuse me, you'll look every other term for it, but you don't want to see how it applies to you. And because of this, we've got a lot of rogue vampirism going on where we're taking from each other and pulling down the ability for it to flourish instead of adding to it and taking from some other source to add to it so that it will continue to go up and up and up. Now, I saw this thing. It was Alfie, Alfie Woodard, um, Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, Journey Smollett, Loretta Devine, and they were talking about how black women run Hollywood, and they were explaining to Little Journey, who I, I loved her, by the way, they were explaining to her that this is the reason that they played the minor roles and everything, because the songs you think you like, every movie that made the cut, all the soundtracks and the clothes, black women ran that shit. <laughs> they went on to say that Beyonce almost ruined all their work and shit when she came out with that who runs the world girl shit, because they really were running things behind the scenes. And now I have always known that black women still run things behind the scenes. We've got two factions, right? The Sybils have run everything and always have and always will. But we've got a defective, a defected priestesshood and a true original matriarchy that still remains a thing to watch how things end up transpiring between and among black women. Because, as I said in my Keep Your Curse episode, we're trying to unite with shit that's really an enemy to us. And it's never going to work. It'll take you but so far. You can get but so far, especially if everybody knows their position and plays it and nobody gets emotional about the other person's truth or position. But it almost never happens that way because of the emotional investment in whatever the position is. If we can maybe take some of that emotionalism, ah, I keep saying that word, but I don't really mean it like that. 
I hate this language sometimes. It's so fucking difficult to come up with words. What I'm getting at is feelings. Our feelings will arrest us. They will stop us from being able to be fluid. There's something damming up your flow, your current. So you're not in a current flow. You're in stasis. And that's not something you want, because as I say, still waters are ill waters. Now, I know they got us all thinking still water is tranquility and all this here shit, but um, you, listen, I have moments. Tranquility is a fleeting moment, because reality is too fucking grand, unfortunately. It's a fleeting moment. It returns, but it's a fleeting moment nonetheless. Now, one of the things that I appreciate about about this whole vampirism, this whole breakdown, especially the Alfie Woodard, what she said to the girl, play the role that we play. We give up the appearance of power for true power. We don't really know what power is. Moreover, we don't know how to wield it. And this is a problem. This is something that I find to be inherently problematic for us as black people and especially black women, you know, on the whole. So I'm looking at this whole Aaliyah thing. If you haven't heard about the whole Aaliyah movie with the little half-breed girl or whatever, I'm going to tell you about it. She's got a black daddy and a white mama, all right? Now, black women with two black parents who look like black women are almost always passed over in favor of these light, bright, damn near white women, okay, who can do and say whatever they please without stigma or judgment because they're standing on our shoulders. They are able to do what they do because we are that sticky shit at the bottom of the barrel in the globe. Now, you can choose to lay down to that shit, because that ain't my fucking reality. I get what I want. Galactic scientists, you called that shit right. I am spoiled, yes. Rotten, goddammit. I get what I want at all times. I don't even mean that, you know, arrogantly. I'm just very much so aware that I am a very blessed woman. I am a blessing, and I'm a blessed person as well. Get what I want. That's how it should be. That's how our lives should be. That's how we should be experiencing things. And if you're not, you need to do something to change that. But part of the reason is because we lay down and die, and we subscribe to these false narratives of what it means to be a black woman, and it doesn't help anybody. Before I get over time, let me open these call lines because I said I was going to. We've got Queenie Fama on the line. Welcome, Queenie Fama. You're on with the Angry Divas. If you want to weigh in, you have, I know you had something you wanted to add. Did she step away? I'm going to leave your mic open so when you come back to us, you're here. 706-340, you're on with the Angry Divas. Did you want to weigh in? Just real quick, hey, peace, 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 peace. And peace hey, Cosmic! Hey, honey, you know I got to run from my desk to get on the way in real quick. Okay. I know. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm just glad to be here. I wanted to say um, I think this is a very ne- necessary topic to really deal with, one, how vampirism expresses itself in black women and in a community as a whole. We've heard energy vampires, things like that, but I don't think that a lot of people truly, and, you know, I'm growing in uh, overstanding as well of what vampirism really looks like and how it right. how you respond to it, how it responds to you. That's one. Mm-hmm. And two, um, I really do believe that the whole concept of 
we define ourselves as black women. When we go through the cultural, however they see us or whatever, then, of course, we're at a loss because we become the victim and they feed off of us. They feed off of our uh, lowliness and humbleness and, oh, God, Jesus, help, you know, all of that. But when you decide who you are, when you become as I posted a, a statement that I heard from Star Jones years ago, I am the author of the only dictionary that defines me. When we become yes. that, that's when we metamorphosize into the true being of womanhood. And the statement that you made, too, about we really don't know what power is, we really truly don't know what power is. We don't. No, we, we don't. We see a semblance of it. We see what we you know, what people, other people do, and, oh, that looks powerful, but we really don't understand what power is. So I just wanted to make those points. Glad to be here. Got to get back to work. If you could mute me, mute me. If I need to put my hand up, I'll put my hand up again. You know, hope everybody grows and learns and happy summer solstice and all that good stuff, you know. And, yeah, let me go hit the people. And remember, fix it, Jesus. All right. Fix it, Jesus. Fix it, Jesus. Fix it. Fix it. Thank you, Cosmic. Yes. Thank you, Cosmic. I'm going to go ahead and mute you, sis. All right. She's back muted. Yes. I'm glad that she said that because that helped re-trigger some shit I wanted to say, Um, a memory of something I wanted to really expound on. When it comes to the appearance of power, what it looks like, you know, a lot of people don't understand that quote-unquote success is only accomplished via dark, dark magic and dark working. You look at somebody and you think God, Allah, whoever, Most High, just bless them. These motherfuckers do work in secret, and this is how they accomplish and acquire what they get. But we don't talk about that. See, the church has us all thinking, you just go, you put your $2 in the bucket, you stand on the altar, and you say God going to increase the prophet liar comes and speaks over your life, and then everything just changes. This kind comes by work. Work means different things to different people. Sometimes that's an investment in yourself. Sometimes that's you said a certain prayer or you did a certain incantation or whatever the case might be. But it takes work, man. Nothing just drops out the sky for you. It takes work. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of self-work. It takes a lot of mind work, energy work, whatever the fuck work you got to do. You better, I can't wait to get home to you. I can't so much to do work. Okay? You better do your work. That's power. That's a form of power. But we often, hmm, we like the appearance of power, but we lack the authority, and that's biblical. We chase after the appearance of power, but we lack the authority. So that's why you'll have somebody who makes, you know, enough money to have Gucci loafers on their feet, but the motherfucker on the bus. It's the appearance of power. Okay, Queen, I was just getting ready to say your mic is open. She said she's sucking up water in the basement. Ooh, I hate when that shit happens. That ain't nothing nice. Anyway, yes. How do we use vampirism to our benefit? Now, I've said this before, and I will say it again. Everything in this realm is ruled by vampirism. Everything exists at the expense of something else. We call it the circle of life. It's also inherently vampiristic. 
Yo, mosquitoes is little vampires. I got bit the fuck up yesterday by a whole bunch of goddamn vampires. <laughs> you know what I'm I had to pop. Everything exists at the expense of something else, including you. Now, we can be in denial and say, I'm not a vampire. I don't do vampire. Yes, the fuck you do. Did you eat today? That's vampire. Right? See, un- until or unless you are existing only on air and sun, you are a vampire. Your very existence on this planet means something else got to die. If it ain't man, woman, or child, it might be some chicks, some cows. It's some something that got to die for you to live. We live in a, a realm of sacrifice. This is why the major religions all involve the theme of sacrifice, and this is something that we as black women especially have been trained to take on. We have to make way for everybody else. Get out of, well, I'm not going to do it to them. That false-ass do unto others. Fuck that shit. Give it back. Give it back. Do unto others as they have done unto you, black woman. That's the way it's supposed to be read. Forget they have taken our truth and fucking prostituted it to fuck us up with it. Oh, I'm so glad I'm a damn dyslexic because when I read shit, I see what's really supposed to be there. Do unto others as they have done unto you. If you good to me, I'm going to be good to you. Soon as you switch up, fuck you too, bitch. I'm not dealing with it. That is how it needs to be. I saw a post today on Facebook. We got 90 seconds and we're in overtime. It's a page called Confessions of a Child-Free Woman. Have any of you chosen to let go of toxic relationships in the family? I wrote about my two stepdaughters in my memoir. Do any of you ever try to hang on because you are family? And this is what I said, and I'm going to read it out, because I have told y'all I dropped my whole fucking family. I let go of my whole family. That's how I started the shit. And I understand, and understand here, my family meant everything to me. The one thing I wanted even more, 60 seconds and we're in overtime, 347-826-9930, call in to hear the last hour, or 45 minutes, I think it is. Um, 327, oh, 347-826, look at that. 347-826-9930. Let me look at it instead of trying to remember the shit. Three four seven eight two six nine nine three zero. Call in. We're going in overtime. All right. Ugh. Understand that my family meant everything to me. The thing I wanted more than even air was family, familial unity. So when I blew up to over three hundred pounds, had high blood pressure and chronic migraines, I had to ask myself: Do I want to live? Or do I want to die in sacrifice to my ignorant, selfish, emotionally draining family? The answer was clear, my dear. I wanted to live. So, 10 seconds and we're in overtime. If that's your time with us today, peace be your journey and thank you. Okay? All right. We're uh, officially in overtime now. That's that. Let me finish this. All right. The answer was clear, my dear. I wanted to live. The first year I cut them off, I lost 100 pounds. My health issues faded. The migraines are a thing of five years ago. I experienced a spike in my creative energy. My sacral chakra spung alive, and that inner child began to play. I came out of the mother heart-centered vibration and began to play and purposely offend with my crass, sarcastic, and even evil sense of humor. My skin never looked better. I had money to do things. 
No more, the baby daddy ain't sent the check fuckery. No more, how am I going to help your niece from my mama? No more, what do I do about my husband from my mama? No more of anybody's fucking bullshit drama. Then I started off cutting off my quote-unquote friends who were just needy fucks, who always took from my energy but never restored it. I am an empath. If you aren't one, get educated or be prepared to be vampirized. If you're a taker, when you engage me, you will feel drained and sleepy at the end of our convos. That is how you know just how much taking you were doing. Because I'm a take back, motherfucker. I learned a lot, and I teach on it. But I don't get a lot of black women who want to learn. They're content to use their tired old idioms and shit to justify fuckery in their lives. Not me. Show me the easy button. I'm going to press that bitch. I promise you, press it. All right? Now, that's me. And it took a lot for me. All right? I was... 25, when I finally broke away from my family, it took a lot, especially breaking away from my mom, not speaking to my mama. But it had been hell for too long, and I just refused to do any more of it, you know? She is always going to be her, and that is fine. I do not have to engage anybody, no matter who they are, my mother, my father, my sisters, Jesus Christ him fucking self, I don't got to deal with shit and nobody who don't respect me. Nobody, okay? It doesn't matter who it is. When you really make one your magic number, it's a scary-ass platform to step out on. It's scary. You know why it's scary? Because you were being a vampire, too. You needed them for some reason. I needed that bullshit in my life at that time. When I no longer needed it, it was important to me to get rid of it. But it wasn't until I got over needing, feeding on the drama, That's vampiric. You feed on an energy. That's why you continue to vibrate in it. It's feeding you some kind of way. If it wasn't, you would no longer want to be associated with it. The minute that you're ready to change some shit, you can't even be bothered with the shit you used to be involved with. It's called leaving your past behind you. Leave it behind you. It's the most difficult fucking thing in the world, especially because every single program we've ever been taught Every program that's ever been run on us has taught us how to give up of ourselves so somebody fucking else can feel comfortable, especially in this information age. I changed one detail. I think I, I put a fake city or something on my Facebook. And my sister's friend, like, I thought you said you were from Boston. And I said, yeah, so what? This is before I started opening the fan house in Boston. So, so what? Well, why did you put, I don't even remember what city, some city in Massachusetts, who knows what the fuck, it's irrelevant. Anyway, she gets on me about why I changed it up. She goes to comment on the actual thread itself to say this, but instead she emailed me, thankfully, for her. And so I said to her, what does it matter? See, if this is something that I felt to do to protect myself and you be my good friend, right, then shouldn't you be on my side? Well, it's not honest. Who gives a fuck if it isn't honest if it protects me? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? I went the fuck off on her. So who gives a fuck? Yo, if you were speeding, and the reason you were speeding is because you just wanted to and the cops pulled you over, but you felt like you might maybe not get a ticket or arrested or whatever the fuck, if you told them that your mother was sick in the hospital and you were just trying to get there, which would you do? <laughs> 
Oh, don't worry. I'll wait. You know? We'll even get some Jeopardy music and shit. Put it in the soundboard so we can wait on you motherfuckers to answer honestly what you would do in the event of such a thing. How do we protect ourselves when we're constantly putting ourselves in the sacrifice seat to be vampirized from? How do you keep yourself safe from that shit? Or do we just continue to, quote-unquote, be nice, good, and kind to motherfuckers and then cry about what they do with it afterwards? There's no room for black women in Hollywood imagery because Nina Simone is a black woman, but a half-breed is black. Now, we focus on that. All of these half-white women, okay, who want to play black, And I know that we got this racist one-drop rule that we have adopted as our own definition of blackness. But I tell you what black looks like. If I look at you and ain't got to ask where you from, you black to me. I don't care what nation you came here from. You could be Haitian. You could be Bayesian. You could be fucking Ethiopian. You could be Somalian. You could be from goddamn Ghana. I don't care. But if you look at you and I see you're black, you're black to me. That's the end of it. That's the first line of defense, all right? Now we got to go a little bit deeper. We have to understand some of your culture, some of your spirit energy, you know, and and really discern and vibrate from there. But the reason that we have this erasure, the reason that it's popular to erase us is because we take from even ourselves. We take from each other, and we pimp, and we market it. And then we get mad when somebody else do it too. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's a never-ending cycle. Because we allow the wrong element in. We allow the wrong thing to dwell among us, to have precedent. It's a very, very nuanced, sick-ass thing. So I have the article here. Um, Let me get it up. I have the article here, and I'll put it in the chat room, and also make sure that I put it on Angry Diva's um, fan page from the Muslim Bushido, where she's talking about, you know, some of the erasure. If Angela Bassett... Diane Carroll and Vanessa Bell Callowell, Calloway are starting their acting careers now. They'd never get hired, and many of you are okay with that result, she says. And one of the reasons that I'm talking about this is we make all of these alliances and excuses. I'm seeing black women get behind the tranny bandwagon. I'm seeing black women get behind gay rights. Man, get behind lesbian rights. Get behind the rights of black women to be lesbian without being fucking murdered. Get behind that. Let these men take care of their own shit. Don't be getting behind no tranny's right to parade himself into our bathroom and our fucking dressing room. Let them fight for their own space. And stop being so goddamn inclusive of shit that is not us and our own. We do this to our detriment. It's not just black women. White women got this same fucking problem. Trust me, I know. I dealt with them in feminism. They're also accommodating to men. Black women and white women are the exact same person when it comes to men. There's no difference between you two. If you're pro-dick, you're the same person. You just got different colors. That's the thing that we have to get over. How do we stop engaging in vampirism? Our sexuality is vampiritic at our expense. Our way of relating with people is vampiritic at our expense. Our educational system is vampiritic at our expense. Our cultural system is vampiritic at our fucking expense. How do we deal with that? How do you deal with it? Because I got my ways. How do you deal with it? How do you navigate that shit? I told y'all I don't go out in public without a male escort, right? I don't. 
I will call up one of my friends and be like, hey, listen, I, um, I felt like taking a walk. You feel like taking a walk with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just go take a walk. And so it all depends on who the hell's available, you know? I don't got but, like, three people that I even trust this way. And trust is a fucking strong word, yo. You know what I'm saying? I don't even mean I trust them wholeheartedly. Fuck that. I'm armed. Okay? <laughs> but anyway, my friend responds, Puerto Rican guy, all right? I ain't doing shit. Let's take a walk in the smoke. Great. Let's do that shit. Let's go find some good food or something. So we're walking. We walk over by the south end, you know? You know the south end is always fucked up end. But what I have learned is that they have taken three blocks of niggas, three blocks of um, middle-class immigrant race people or immigrant case people, and then use that to buffer between the rich whites and everybody else. I'm not fucking with you. I'm serious. I went and walked and saw this shit for myself with my own two eyes. Because I would heard it, and I didn't believe shit I heard. I had to see it for me. So we're walking, and we get through the first layer of muck, you know, the muddy layer. Blackistan. Fuck you, USA, you know? (laughs) So we're walking, and he says to me, hey, yo, watch out for old Ezel up the hill there. So there was some nigga legit looked like crackhead Ezel from Friday. I shit you not. I, I put that on everything. (laughs) <laughs> he did. La, 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 la. He looked just like that motherfucker. All right. So dude says to me, watch out for Rizal up there. That's the sound shit. All right. So we start walking. Dude starts screaming across the street. Hey, how you doing, Miss Lady? Hey, you know, my brother, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Is that your wife? That's your girlfriend? You with her? Are you interested? I mean, I'm saying, I'm just trying to see whether or not, you know, she's spoken for because she's beautiful, you know? And I, listen, baby girl, you ain't even got to do nothing. All you got to do is cook, clean, and wake me up for work. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And just stay beautiful. And I'm listening to this, and I decided to be I, – I thought about it for just long enough for him to get his little diatribe out. That's why he was able to say so much, because y'all know I cut heads and dicks off. You know what I'm saying? You know I ain't got no problem. I ain't got no problem with decapitating a motherfucker and stepping over his body. I no problem with that. But I said to myself – Let's try it a different way. I'm tired of these hydras growing back in here. Let's try this another way. So he talks and he talks and he talks, and I'm telling myself, calm down. Don't don't fucking stab him in the gut. You know what I mean? Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't even do it for the vine. So he gets all his little whatevers out, and he keeps, you know, fucking with my friend. And my friend goes, you know, I got to look out for it. Somebody got to be out here looking for these, looking out for these women. There's so many fuck niggas out here today. You got to be out here looking for these women. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, yeah, you know, I got you, brother. I got you. I got you. That's all right, Miss Lady. You have a good day. Anyhow, you know what I'm saying? So as soon as we get around the corner, this nigga's like, that's right. You don't like black men? No way. I see what your problem is. Pause. I ain't fucking him. I ain't kissing him. We not holding hands. We just walking, you know? And the reason I'm walking with this motherfucker is because I cannot walk by myself because men are animals. This is the kind of shit I go through all the time. They don't know how to speak to you. And at first I thought maybe it was just here in Boston. But as I talk to other women, I'm learning that it's not just me. <laughs> Nor is it just fucking Boston. You know? <laughs> not I ain't gonna lie. For a long time I was like, these Boston motherfuckers ain't shit. Fuck these Boston-ass niggas. They ain't shit. This is something about these Boston niggas. No, it's just not the Boston. It's not just the Boston. It is something wrong with men especially black men, entirely. They don't know how to talk to a woman, all right? So we carry on. We say nothing to this fool. We like, he just was looking for some energy and some attention anyway. But I recognized it as vampiritic inherently. 
The motherfucker wanted some of my juice. You want some of my spot flash, huh? Scumbag snake motherfucker! You want my spot flash? Well, you ain't gonna get it, because you ain't got it, you bitch motherfucker. You know? That's vampirism. When a man walk up to you and he says, hi, how you doing? That's vampirism. He wouldn't get none of your energy no other way. You wouldn't have walked up to him and spoke to him. That's why they get pissed when you don't give them shit back. That's why you hear shit like, well, fuck you anyway, you ugly ass bitch. (laughs) Men are vampiric inherently. They're very good at it. We don't know how to rebuff their vampirism without losing parts of ourselves. That's why they titty watch. I have noticed the difference. Listen, y'all going to think I'm picking on black men if you want to. I'm going to give a fuck. Something's wrong. Y'all are different from every other race of man I've ever experienced in my life. Just being out and about in public, you know? I'm talking about publicly because I don't have any private reference. But publicly, something the fuck is wrong with y'all. Three inches of titty to have a black man lose his mind walk into a fucking hole. What is that? <laughs> what the hell is it? You know, what the fuck is that? Vampirism. People are out here taking energy all the live long day. They're stealing from your energy, stealing from your energy, taking little bits and pieces for themselves. And nobody wants to account for the ways that it happens. I'm just giving you a couple of examples from men to, you know, some broad is quoting you but not quoting you. She just took what you said and put a couple of extra words to it. You know, I had someone hit me up and say that she wanted to use my writing um, in her book, and, you know, she couldn't figure out how to do it for herself. And so she was asking me, and I said, I'm glad you asked, because nothing escapes my notice. And as soon as I saw what you were doing, I would have fucked your whole life up. You need to know that. You need to know that. Because I don't play that shit. I give too much to be taken from. Black woman, we've got to get like that. We are very giving. We're very loving. We're very considerate fucking people. You know, I know that for myself. That's why I allow myself to play with the other side, too. I let myself play with that self-centered focus. I let myself play with that vampiric, this is for me, fuck you. I let myself play with the energies for a reason and a purpose. And I think it's important for us all to do so. It's extremely important. We have to know what it is. We can't just demonize that vampirism is wrong. Oh, psychic vampires are bad, so all vampires are bad. There's, a, there's medicine and poison and everything. If this isn't already abundantly clear to you, When I say everything, I mean every fucking thing, everything. There's medicine and poison in everything. And if you can figure that out and apply it to everything, there won't be any more anti for you. You'll know exactly what you need to do in any given moment, how to protect yourself, how to get your energy back. I'm going to tell you all this one. Valkyrie came to Boston, right? Right? This was crazy. Valkyrie and I in person. My fucking God. You can only imagine. You know, you can only imagine. Because at the time, I had uh, just dyed my locks red, and this bitch was rocking red hair, so we was like two big red divas. You know what I'm saying? Big red times two. <laughs> so we rolling out, busting out of some serious fun through the city and stuff. You know, having time. Her first time in Boston. I'm showing her the city. And um, my city is beautiful, by the way. <laughs> the bitch ain't here for half a day before she experienced her first vampire riddick boston fuck nigga we're going to get a drink we're going to the city and uh 
Boston proper. I mean, it's all Boston, but downtown, basically. So we're going into the city, into downtown Boston. This rat bastard is on the um, the train with us, and he's watching her. And I see him watching her, because I tune in. Whenever I get anywhere, there's men around, I want to know exactly who the fuck they are. You know? I always assess the scene. I want to know which one of the women are stupid as fuck, who are the men as goddamn vampires, who's goddamn rapist, who's waiting to touch your ass and run off the train. I look for that shit because men are very sick, you know. They're very sick people. And people are sick, and there's all kind of sick-ass spirit energies, and everybody vibrates low, so it's easy to be possessed by this shit. So we're on the train, he's watching her, watching her, watching her, watching her. And so I know better than tell her that. I just watch. And I try to, you know, steer her a little bit to the right. Just as this nigga bumped her, I saw the energy transfer. I saw it. I see shit. Okay? He bumps her on purpose. He steps over quickly to bump her. I saw the whole shit happen. He says, oh, excuse me. And when he said that shit, he pulled energy out of her. I saw her slow down. Her shoulder slumped. I said, nope, hold up. Stop walking. You stand right here. I'll be right back. I ran after that motherfucker. Tapped him on his back, right? Right in the middle of his fucking shoulders, rat bitch. Tapped him real hard with my fucking fingertips. And he turned around and says, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody I knew, brother. My bad. And I put my hand on his chest and took her energy back and put it in her fucking hand. I'm sick of these bitches. You have to know all the different ways that they do it. When you know what's happening, you know how to protect yourself. I'm going to give you a couple of clues how you know you've been vampirized or how you know someone's trying to. This is what happens to me. First, my heart rate picks up quickly, very rapid. Like I just ran a fucking yard meter or a meter dash or some shit. I don't know, whatever, whatever it was called back in school, all right? Three-yard dash or three-meter dash, whatever it was. Somebody help me. 300 meters, what was it? <laughs> Somebody help me. God damn it, it's too long ago. So I feel like I just ran or some shit, you know? 100-yard dash, 100 meters. Thanks, Galactic. Somebody help me, you know? Goddamn. Y'all know I'm a dyslexic. Help a bitch out. So I feel like I just ran a 100-meter dash. Then my skin begins to feel a little bit prickly, okay? Because they're trying to snatch from either your heart, so something that's close to your heart, something that you feel strongly about, something you love. Um, You know, they're trying to see if they can tap it emotionally, and then your skin will start to let off certain, um, your, your goosebumps or whatever, the hairs on your arm are raised, you start to feel chilly, um, it feels like someone's pricking you with little pins in your arms and, and all your epidermis, really. And when you begin to feel like that, if you don't get the fuck away from it, you will get got. You will. I'm going to give you all a secret. This is something I usually teach on, so, you know, by all means, feel free to hit a bitch up to learn more. But here's just one thing that you can do to protect yourself. Um, In addition to, you know, I use crystals and metals. Copper is a really great metal to protect your energy from other people's fuck nigga ass energy, you know. Um, So keep a little piece in your bra, ladies. Get a little piece, twist it. I do it into spirals, and I'll stick it in my bra. So it's on my skin, and, you know, it's kind of protecting me. So nobody can see it. It's not about showing and all that shit. I also use stones, grounding stones, to help me remind myself of that energy in myself. These are things that we naturally have. We naturally have copper and all of these different minerals and crystals and stuff in us. It's a part of us. So the outer part of it is just a reminder, and it's kind of like a talisman, you know, like people wear crosses and shit, all of that. It's no different, all right? I will, when I, in the moment, if it's in a conversation especially, because people like to do this shit in conversations with you especially, I get quiet. 
I force myself to get quiet. Y'all know that's hard for me. Shit. (laughs) I get quiet, and I begin to ask myself, do I want to have this experience? The answer is always no. And so I choose to change how I engage it. I can choose to subscribe to and submit to the vampirism, or I can choose to be the vet, the better vamp, the master vamp. And use that shit to get my way. That is something that I had a dark witch tell me once. She was a sister friend, sister witch. And she told me, whenever these fuck nigga ass men walk past you, these sick ass black men, and they staring at you and they trying to steer from your root chakra, wait till this shit gets open, snatch the fucking energy, store it up, and use it later for yourself. Because he has to open his shit to get yours. He has to open up his energy centers to snatch from yours. So as soon as that rat bitch fuck opens up them portals to try to snatch from you, you get him first. But you can't do that if you're all vampirism is wrong. What you'll do is let that nigga get you, and then you be limping and, and, and tired and thirsty, and you don't know why your eyes are dry. Why your lips are suddenly potched and all of that sort of shit, you know? And so at first I was like, how the fuck? What, this doesn't make no kind of sense. How do you do that? What are you telling me? Are you telling me to be a vampire, bitch? Isn't that wrong? <laughs> oh, to be young, gifted, and black. <laughs> God help me. So I gave this shit a try, right? Came online last week, and she was telling us about, uh, you know, being an empath, and they sniff you out before you even sniff them out, um, and how you have to get real good with double and even triple sight. So <laughs> she said, you know, you feel the energy, and you're like, ooh, how do I get away from this shit? Well, I'll tell you what. I was at the beach. I felt this motherfucker. She was about five miles, seven miles away, and this motherfucker legit drove to my energy like a beacon. It was almost as if I had lit a light off into the sky and this motherfucker was just following the light, you know? And he ended up coming down a street I was going up. I saw his nasty-ass energy when it rounded the corner. And I said to myself, all right, I'm going to get this motherfucker. I'm going to get him. He ain't going to get me. I ain't going to get got this time. I'm not going to do it. I ain't going to do it for the ride. I went in to snatch. And it was such a disgusting-ass energy, I never did it again. I don't want it for myself, but I don't want you to have it either, you fuck. So then I learned the gift of repel. I taught myself that. How do you both snatch and repel an energy? You've got to play with it first. I started playing with magnets. I always did as a little girl, and I, it, it was always interesting to me. I have some magnetized hematite, which is another good grounding energy that we have in ourselves, another mineral. And so I have it magnetized, and I can flip the magnets, working with them. And that is something that I, I did. See, you can use tools to teach yourself esoteric concepts. Just make sure you're trying to get the esoteric. Because then you can do it with your mind, and it becomes a mental magic game. There is a whole lot of vampirism on this planet. I've said it before. I will say it again. So we get it. There's a lot of vampirism on the planet. Everybody's vampiritic. Galactic scientist, you my brother from another mother. Your ass is vampiritic, okay? You heard me? Queenie Farmer, you the mama. Your ass is vampiric. You heard me? Because you eat food, too. Okay? Goddamn cosmic. I see you, boo. You are vampiric, all right? I am vampiric. We are all vampires, all right? 
Now, we are not that low-level obscuro bullshit that just goes around here raping people and fuck nigga shit like that. But we all take from something. We take from some source. We derive our energy, our inspiration, everything, even your creative flow. Anytime I get a creative spark, you know what I do? I say thank you to the muses because I'm not stupid. You have to thank the muses, goddammit. Nothing happens without their inspiration. That's what Alfie was saying to Little Journey. Alfie Woodard, when she was talking to Journey Smollett, and she was saying that black women run Hollywood. We are the muses, muses, baby. We are the muses. We inspire everything. We are inspirational. We are that divine spark. And we do draw that vitality from some source. Whether it's, I talked about this thing, and because I talked about it, I understand it, and I was inspired to understand it deeper than the last time. Whether it's, you know, I'm around this great, brilliant group of people, you know, all the inspiration I got from WGHU Radio, all the help over the time that I've been dealing with them, and they've been dealing with me. Whether it's, you know, Queenie Farmer's a fucking brilliant-ass uh, clay worker. I don't know how to do that shit. I don't have to. I can get hurt. We are all able to enjoy this life because of something from someone else. Now, we can apply it to the ancestors. Oh, we're real good with that. I won't thank my grandmama and Jesus Christ for being the Lord and Savior and the light of my life. You know, we do all that good pontificatory bullshit. And I ain't knocking it. I honor my grandmama, too. That's one of my ancestors. That's the one that I talk to, grandma. Grandma's hands. Blessed woman. Blessed Mary. Blessed Mater. But we don't know how to honor the shit right here and now. Something my grandmother taught me, and this is why I don't do too much of that ancestor worship bullshit. She said, give me my flowers while I can smell them. Tell me you love me while I can hear it. Give me my kisses when I can feel it. Because, baby, when I'm gone, it won't matter. Okay, on that. Hey, queen. Welcome, welcome. You on with us. I had your mic open, mama. (laughs) Hey, I'm sorry. I was just saying, I had took the mute off and said I share. I finally got all that water up out of my basement. Lord have mercy. But I've been oh, listening Lord, to the show. You're you right. You've been on point all shows. That's why I tuned in today. Because I knew you would. Spirit told me. Thank you, sis. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, definitely appreciate it. There's all kind of ways that, you know, that shit happens to us, and we don't know how to go get those fragments back. That's why I told y'all that story about that nigga that took that fucking energy from Valkyrie. I said, no, you stay right here. I'm going to go get that shit back for you. And I went, I tapped that nigga on his fucking neck, and he turned around all of a sudden because it startled him. When people become afraid, they're arrested. They're open as fuck, and that's easy to take from them. That's why people try to get you in a state of fear, or they attack you to get your energy up. That's why I was describing to you what it feels like. When someone tries to vampirize you, so you recognize it. Because I know that that's what happened to that nigga. I saw the goosebumps. I saw his hair raised. I saw his whole energy jumped, his shoulders up, and his fucking ears and shit. It was a hot-ass mess. And I was like, oh, my brother, I'm sorry. Put my hand right on his heart and snatched the fucking energy back and gave it to Valkyrie. You dirty bitch. You could have asked her for some of her juices. We have to know how to protect ourselves from the shit. We have to know that we all exist at the expense of something and someone else, even if you don't eat meat. Still, a plant lost its life for you to live today. Let's pour in the source because you drank some. Come on. We take 
We don't give back. How do I give back water? Does anybody have a garden? Everybody got gardens who eat vegetables? Everybody got livestock that eats meat? We take and we don't give back. That's Vampire Riddick right there. It is. It is. Everything in this realm is governed that way. Being in denial of it and not liking it doesn't help you to protect yourself from it, nor to keep you from being in the deficit because you're engaging it without consciousness. And you're not conscious of what you're doing. You create messes. When you know what you're doing, it's a different thing. Then you've got to account for what you're doing. But even when you don't know, it's not an excuse. Ignorance is a curse. It is the root of all misery and unwisdom. It is not bliss. It's not. Now, there's vampirism that serves a purpose. Like I said, you know, some of these black women's empowerment blogs have totally vampirized the black radical, black feminist separatist movement. And they've watered it down and they've packaged it, but it's been packaged in ways that black women can receive it and imply it to their lives. Because the radical voice is too much for the black woman. Apparently, the black woman still needs to suckle titty milk because we're not ready for filet mignon. So fine. Far be it for me to have anybody who's still on Similac choking on fucking steak, all right? But for the rest of us who are ready for steak and potatoes, come on over here. Because this is how we learn how to protect ourselves from all that bullshit. When you're done in denial about what it is and what it can be and what it does to your life, then you come over here and you learn how to fix it, you know? Um, everybody does it. They all go to the fake-ass priestesses and shit, and then they hurt them, and then everybody comes in secret to the angry diva. How do I fix it? Yeah, I'm putting you out there, but I ain't name your name, so get over it. Now, <laughs> moving, moving right along. Galactic scientists, brother, I'm going to open your mic right quick before we get on about this bitch. I know we got like a half hour remaining. You with us, brother? Yes, no, maybe so. Okay. I am. Hey, okay, Triple well, I... Queen. Oh, well, I'm sorry, brother. I was muting your ass. <laughs> Galactic scientists, everybody. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. How you I was on. Uh, I had you on speaker. How you doing today, Queen? I'm doing good. How you doing, Galactic? I'm doing good. I had I had my little outburst from Friday to Sunday, so now I'm back to. <laughs> I'm back to doing. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like I'm down so here mopping up water in my basement. Unbelievable. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Like triple always. Yeah, but you know what? You know what though, y'all. I'm prepared for that. See, God is always prepared, sweetheart. Yes, put that say on that. Me. Say that. God is always prepared. Oh, I ain't crying because I look at it as this. This is this is the universe telling me I need to clean the basement floor. So there it is. There it is. There it is. Straight up, no chaser. Galactic, my apologies, brother. I know we just kind of cut in. You was about to say something. What was you saying? No, I was, just, I was just saying how you, I, I know how you always talk about we have those, those periods of time where we just need to get stuff out. And I guess mine was this weekend. Because on the back end of that, I got to go to two outdoor concerts in the park. So, Ooh. Was, yeah, I went Friday night up. and Saturday night and it was good. So it kind of leveled me off a bit. But uh, in terms of what you were talking about, that is so true. And all of us practice some form of vampirism. Some of us are more sophisticated at it than others. Mm-hmm. 
That's where you get the difference on how it comes across to you. Because some, some are real savvy with it, so they can do that vampire. So you don't even see that they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, and have you mm-hmm. feeling good about it. So I'm in yep. total agreement with that whole thing that you had going today, without a doubt. I had to talk yep. on it because um, I, I'm seeing it happen quite often. I mean, even I, I have been talking about this a lot. Um, my particular message has always been that we need to stop having sons and that mothers are sons of the enemy. And so more recently, there's a sister who booked some sessions with me so that she could learn how to build a business. Well, she did not finish her sessions. She went off, and then she decided that she was going to steal from me additionally by taking my message. So I ramped up the heat a lot over here on that and have been talking about it a lot over here and processing this vampirism because galactic, like you just said, and like I do say, we got to get this shit out of our system. So, you know, this is me taking a verbal shit over here, you know, an energetic shit over here on Angry Divas to get this out of my system. And not only that, but to process the shit so that I can figure out how do I keep this from happening in the future? I know. As soon right. as we begin, before we begin, first and foremost, there's a confidentiality contract before I work with anybody in any capacity. You must sign a confidentiality agreement. You will not be getting any services until your ass is paid. I don't give a fuck about your baby daddy drama, bitch. You shouldn't open your to him. I don't care. Okay? Because my consideration for the bitch having a child is how we ended up here in the first place. All right? Vampire. I let myself get got instead of thinking about my purse. I didn't think about yep. my purse, so my purse wasn't considered. All right? Additionally, yep. you ain't getting shit until you paid your shit. I don't give a damn about the baby daddy. That's not my problem. I didn't fuck you. I didn't put that in your life. Okay? Uh, also, as soon as you show me something different about you in a way that costs me, I withdraw all energy from that shit. I'm not going to engage it. We'll stop right there. I am the author and the finisher. I say what goes, what time, who, when, where, why, who. I do that. That's my shit, you know? And it really, it takes recognizing your God power in different ways and how you were laying it down. Even as much as I call myself God, and even as much as I hold myself responsible and accountable for what happens and befalls in my life, I was still making little ways and passages for bitches who didn't qualify. I don't have There you go. I can't have no close friends who got children. You know why? Because you're at a deficit in ways that I'm not. And it's going to be expected that not only do I consider that you got kids and you can't do this and that, but then you're going to want discounts on the shit that I do or have to offer because you've got kids and it should be we're supposed to be sisters or you want to be my friend because you feel like I'll give it to you for free. And all of these sorts of things, I had to start paying attention to that. Yo, I done cut almost yep. everybody off. Ooh, I'm good with some scissors and knives. I will cut you off. I don't have to deal with it. I won't deal with it. I won't play around with it. I won't pussyfoot with it. It don't even mean I hate you. It don't mean nothing other than I respect me enough that I refuse to give discounts when I know my inherent value and worth. And when I have done so in the past, I got my ass beat. Nobody else got their ass whipped but me because my own pantheon holds me accountable for not honoring my value. How the fuck do I come to them and ask them for shit and then I cheap it to somebody else and I expect them to continue to bless me? That's not how it works. 
It's not how it works. You can't do that. You can't live like that. That's how you bring curses on yourself, unfortunately. Unfortunately. That's how it works. Yep. Yep. And those are some hard-ass lessons. Those are some hard... Damn, and I'm joining that on now. I just freaking started learning this shit, you know, and I already got them. You can't do that. I wish that we lived in a world... I hear you. I wish that we lived in a world where I could do unto other people the way I wish that they would do me. Oh, my God. What a utopian fucking vision that would be. Everybody is just the way that I am. People are going to be generous. They're going to be looking at how can I help you? What do I have that can help you grow? What is, is my position in your life right now? How do I help you get to your next position? If every fucking body did it like I did, ooh, what a world would be. That is not reality. <laughs> no, it's not. And moreover, in addition to it not being yep. reality, I've got my knees skinned, my teeth knocked out, and some more okay. shit energetically okay. behind that. All right? Little clumps of hair missing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Black eyes spiritually and energetically and shit. I'm over being yep. beat up. Okay? I am not a masochist. Yep. <laughs> so this shit okay. is not attractive to me. I'm not in that. I don't get off on it, you know? So I try my best to stay out of it. And then when I see it coming, because there's always the familiar symptoms and signs. And what, we end, what I ended up, I won't say we, what I ended up doing in my past is ignoring the signs and symptoms and saying, no, you can't judge her just because the last bitch did. Yes, the fuck we can. You know what, sis? Can I, can I say something right quick? By all means. You know, I'm going to tell you. Okay, it started with Don's show, right? Because I was one of those bras that, you know, made excuses for people's fucking fuck-ups, you know, oh, well, you know, it's, it's the white man, oh, you know, it's this, it's that, it's this, and I started listening to Don's show first, and then it really, see, sometimes people have to, like, it's kind of like uh, plugging something in a socket, you know what I'm saying, and you, you mm. feel it, but, you know, you, you, you just don't get it until you hear somebody else actually express it in a way that touches your spirit, because you know, but you're singing in the choir with all the rest of these goddamn excuse finding ass niggas, Negroes, and, and and color folk. You in the choir with them, you know, trying to be obscure. But you know the truth. You see what's really going on. But you just don't want to say it. You know what I'm saying? But then I started listening to her show. Then I started listening to to your show. And your, you two are the only shows I listen to on Vlog Talk Radio. First of all, and and mm-hmm. it started making me really, really. Stand up for what I know. You know what I'm saying? What I feel. You guys just put words to it that I was afraid to put to it myself. You know, fear of being castigated, fear of being kicked to the curb. Mm. Can you help me get over that fucking fear where I say, fuck you? You know, you just mm-hmm. ain't right, and I'm just going to call your ass on that shit. Fuck what you think of me. Fuck your excuses. I'm not taking it no more. And it's you two young women that helped me realize that. You know what I mean? And I, I just wanted to say that, that I really, really appreciate you and Dawn. I just got to say it. You know, I, I, can't, mm-hmm. I can't thank both of you enough. I just wanted to put that on record before I... You're going to make me cry, Mama. Thing. You can't do that shit. You're going to make me cry. Okay. You don't make me cry. Well, let's not do it. You know, it's fucking moon day. I appreciate it. The reason I resonate with what you're saying, because it was true for me, too. I felt kind of like odd man out because everybody else was sucking dick verbally. Everybody. Handing out my BJs. And I'm going to tell you, I feel like a blowjob is personal. 
So I shouldn't be publicly fucking you. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to blow you, motherfucker, I'm going to blow you. It ain't going to be on public fucking display, you know? I'm not okay, Kim Kardashian. Okay. I ain't NeNe Leakes, none of them bitches. I'm not trying to have no sex tape. I don't do that verbal shit, you know? So to find this woman who similarly right. just shot right straight from her fucking hip, you know what I'm saying? She just fucking pulled exactly. that pow, motherfucker. Right. Pow, right in the kitchen. Right. I was like, right. it was like the heavenly host proclaimed, and I yep, just sat yep, there like, oh, my word. God, it's yep. not just me. It's not yep. just me. I'm not the only fucking one. Yes! Right. Right. You, you got to tell where your truths awaken at. You know what I'm saying? You got to give credit. It's, it's just me. I just give credit where credit is due. You know, I don't suck up for no shit like that, but I just got to call a spade a spade and say, yeah. hey, if it wasn't for y'all, Still be fucking sleeping, cowered Ooh, down, queen? and you know, ashamed. And do you think that's the reason why, <laughs> Queen? I'm sorry, honey. Do you think just really quick? Cause you just said something that fucking just did my head in. You said I'm not. Um, oh shit, I lost it. But something to the effect of I'm not gonna like you know ask kids or gaslight. Do you think that right. that you fear right up. there is the reason that people don't give sucking up? I'm not gonna. I'm not sucking right. up. Do you think that right. people feel that they can't pay homage? And give honor because right. I'm sucking up. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, for me, right. I'm going to pay honor. I, that's why I did. Uh, listen, I'm, I just made a whole joke out of it. Because I started hearing myself say something Dawn said so many fucking times on the show. I said, I'm going to make right. something right. Dawn right. said. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Um, because, goddamn, you know? And I heard myself saying it. And, and I remember being that girl who was like, oh, I don't want to do too much of that because I don't want nobody to think I'm just, like, kissing ass or sucking up. Fuck exactly. you. think what the fuck you right. want to with your sick, exactly. reprobate mind. I'm not in control That's of that, right. nor do I want to be. It's a burden. Meanwhile, I'm going to do right. what I feel is right and fuck you and fuck that. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You know, you got you to give, uh, give the teacher credit when they, when they teach it. I mean, I, I just, you just have to do that. And, 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 yes. and, for people to even think you're sucking up or all that shit, that's their sick uh, minds that would think up some shit like that. You know, I just want you sisters to know that I really, 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 really appreciate you. You know, I that's really, and I, it's not to say I agree with you all the fucking time. I, I mean, I got a damn brain too. But yeah. when you be on the point, you be on fucking point. That's, that's, I got to say it, you know. And, and can I, I add something to that? Can I add something? And I yeah, would please, like, Galactic. I would like to second what uh, the Queen said about you and Don. Both of you guys have a a gift in the way that you communicate. Yep. And I think yep. that you know when you were just when you guys were just talking about how people react to it. To me, I view that more as intimidation than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. you have the ability to not only say what's on your mind, you have the ability to articulate it in more than one vernacular. However, right. you choose right. a certain vernacular that you that dominates your conversations. And yes. for a lot of people, even though they think that in their minds, saying it out loud is something completely different. Mm. Right. And you guys right. don't have that you guys don't have that fear and the people right. who I'm saying, the people who I'm saying who are intimidated by it, they don't have that courage. Yes. 
I agree. Yes. I wholeheartedly and, agree. And, and that creates blockage because now all of a sudden they have to tune you out because you're fearful. Right. Right. Yes. Right, it. Right. Because I'm going to tell you, when you went into your show today, I went to a show that I always go to after yours later in the afternoon, and they got to talking about the same old thing. They want to go through the whole military industrial complex, the prison complex. So I broke the whole thing down. I broke it down economically, culturally, governmentally, and then, for some reason, 